0: There's lots of ways to get involved in fitness programs. You can join group classes, you can do it on your own, or you can hire a coach to personalize things for you. We go through the top 10 questions every client that's looking for a coach should ask that coach before they get involved in a program with them. As a reminder, all of these episodes are brought to you by RDF training products and programs. You can find out more about those products and programs by going to rdftrainonline.com. That's rdftrainonline.com. If you're looking to gain more muscle and build more strength, you might check out RDF Strong. You can get 20% off RDF Strong by using code STRONG20 at checkout. RDFstrong.com. Use code STRONG20. Welcome to Iron Sights, This podcast candidly seeks to create opportunities and deliver impact by sharing the experiences and wisdom of successful entrepreneurs and thought leaders who unapologetically aim to win in health, fitness, business, and life. I'm your host, Scott Howell. Welcome to Old School Meets New School. Tradition meets innovation and imperfection meets excellence. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. You know, one of the things I really value about my job and what I get to do uh, what I've been able to do for so long is is help people. That's And I've taken a lot of pride in being able to do that and do that well. Uh, with that comes a tremendous amount of responsibility for me. I mean, I feel that. Uh, and I've had a lot of experience with a lot of coaches in this business over the years and tons of clients, literally coached thousands of people. I've literally coached thousands of coaches, actually. I've had those kinds of opportunities and I've never taken any of them lightly Uh, And I understand, you know, when somebody comes to us as coaches, they've effectively gotten to a place where they've admitted that they need some help, which I think is uh, very important Mm -hmm. uh, that they've done that like, Hey, okay, great. You need some help. And they're willing to put their trust and their finance in somebody else in order to help them achieve some type of goal. Uh, A lot of times that isn't really well developed and part of being a good coach is is, uh, is uncovering that and making sure it is well-developed so we're all on the same page. Um, but there are a lot of people out there that are searching for answers, right? And I think more than ever, and it's great to see, uh, particularly with kind of where we're at, and we talk about it ad nauseum on the show, just kind of where the health of our nation is and what people are doing or not doing in order to take care of themselves and take, take personal responsibility. But more than ever, they are looking for personalized solutions now. Uh, they the, the group training side of, you know, this industry has definitely taken a hit in the last couple of years where we had some stuff going on. (laughs) Uh, And it seems to have, you know, that, that's a tough thing to recover from because it takes a while to build the critical mass for that. And when you establish business models and things that require, you know, X amount of people to to occupy X amount of space on the floor, period, uh, you know, it's a turnstile where we got to get, we have 35 bikes. We have to have you know, a minimum of 30 people per class in order to maintain, you know, for five classes a day in order to maintain this model, when all that shit gets cut up, it's really tough to kind of put it back together. Um, so from a business perspective, it's tough. And I think it forces people to do things or maybe modify things that might not be great, which puts the consumer in a bad position. Um, but I like to give the consumer some credit when they're out there and they're a little bit more savvy looking for a coach. And I think, what we could do to help those people and maybe even help some coaches out there that are maybe were that group coach that are now need to move into more personalized coaching or thinking about it or have, and are maybe struggling or on the precipice of really kind of pushing their business forward is understanding what, um, or maybe how to approach, uh, the coaching specifically from the consumer's perspective. Like what are the questions you should be asking your coach before you get started on a program with them? Or get into one of their programs, whatever it is, because as much as the coach should be interviewing you as a client to find out what your needs, your goals, your you know all that cliched stuff um, is, you have an opportunity, and you should be interviewing your coach. And uh, so I, there's 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 a few things that I think you should be asking. We'll we'll talk about those things, and I'm going to preface it with this: whoever you're talking to, if they're a professional. They should welcome this,
1: absolutely,
0: I, and I always thank people. I am really glad that you're asking me these questions. You're asking them you're asking the right questions. You are informed. you have done your homework. It's I appreciate that want. absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. that so from a coach's perspective, and I want clients to hear this too or potential clients to hear this too, you're a coach. when you do that, you what you're doing is you're telling the coach that you're serious about this decision you're making. And that p- puts confidence in the coach that they're making the right decision in terms of bringing you on as a client because exactly. this is a two-way street. Yep. Yes. I, don't, I don't have to uh, take you on as a client.
2: I only have a certain amount of hours in a day. And so, if you're going to c- cancel and move all this stuff and I have just this hour floating, I mean, right, we need to maximize our time.
0: That is one point as in a very good point like I I exactly I am trading time for dollars as a coach, mm-hmm. you know, and so I need to make sure that when I put somebody there, I know that I'm not going to have to deal with them not being there regularly yeah. or being inconsistent. Exactly. So that is absolutely one thing. The other part about that, which I want clients to hear this is that um not every client is the right client for me. Like I recognize that right off the bat as a co- as a coach. Like when I first started I was desperate. I'm going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about the for desperation, sure, sure. but I don't have to train you. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, if, by the way, there's plenty of pie out there for us all to be eating mm-hmm. and I'll find another client. <laughs> like, I don't need you. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want to, <laughs> I want I want you as a client. That's where I want yeah. this relationship to be. I want you to want me as a coach. <laughs> I want you to want me mm-hmm. to be your coach. I want you to want to wash dishes. Oh, uh, Vince Vaughn. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the nice. Start, the breakup line, right? I want you to want to wash dishes. Uh, so I don't have to take you on. And if you're going to be a problem, that is you're going to be a drain on me mentally. You're going to be a drain on me emotionally. Uh, you're coming in with a bad attitude. You're coming in uncommitted. Uh, you're coming in wishy-washy. Uh, you're not the right client for me. Right. I think that's an important point for both ends of the, uh, of the spectrum to, to understand. And I don't have to do that. And 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 a coach, a professional should know that and be able to read that right mm-hmm. away and go, I don't think I'm the right coach for mm-hmm. you and not be afraid to mm-hmm. say that. So a, a get lot in, of people will take every, all the clients
2: and then try to boost them
0: through motivation.
2: On your end, and you you can't want it for them. They need exactly. to want it, right?
0: Yeah, that is a horrible platform mm-hmm. for success. Yeah. That is and it not didn't, where I like you're be. talking about the desperation. That's where you start, right? You're just, yeah, you're like, I got to get clients, yeah. so you take on everybody. And yeah. I think that's part of the process, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, part, it's part sure. of Absolutely. learning. Absolutely. It's part of suffering mm-hmm. and getting better at things and learning why well, I made a mistake there, so that you can read it the next time and maybe make a better decision. This is part of the process, for sure. and clients have gone through that process. They've been, they've met with the coach that, uh, you know, told them all the right, said all the right things at the right time, maybe early on in their journey, they went ahead, invested their time and their efforts and their money into that. And it weren't wound up not being a great investment for many different reasons. Maybe it was a great, it was this person had sound training, uh, philosophies and methodologies and, you know, had a great gym and it was clean and all that stuff. The guy's just an asshole, Mm -hmm. right? And it doesn't know how to treat people or doesn't show up on time Mm -hmm. or he cancels constantly or he's, you know. Well, I find out he's basically giving every single person the same workout. These are all things that Mm -hmm. we'll talk about in terms of what questions to ask your potential coach here in a second. But those are, those are things that, uh, people should be aware of going in. Uh, so I just mentioned a couple of them. So we're going to go down a list of things that you should ask your coach before investing in or getting in bed with, for lack of a better term, (laughs) with them, with regard to your fitness and health journey. Uh, and I'm going to start with this one, and I'll kick it over to you guys. I think one of the first things, you know, and this this might not come up until a little bit later in the conversation because let's let's play through this actually. What, typically, the way this goes in terms of picking a coach, uh, it's, it's evolved, right? It's evolved. When I started coaching, there were there were no interwebs to do this on, right? Like you you went to your local gym, right? <laughs> yeah. And there were there were. There was a, there was a wall or a board, right? A we it was like a media and, yeah. board, right? And there was pictures and yeah. there was bios, right? Yeah. For each trainer. Yeah, some yeah. trainers had their shirts off. Oh right? my, some, really? were in their, some were in their. I couldn't imagine. Oh yeah. Some corporate. were like, it was yeah. like, wow. the, it was their best day on stage yeah. as a bodybuilder. Oh, I get it. Other you. ones, oh, it's just oh, a headshot. Oh, yeah, Other it. ones, it's like, it's like mom with her kids, you know, like you could see stuff I like that. I like that one. Right. Yeah. Right. Pander it. Um, but there were bios there and there was like, hey, here's all your certifications and here's you know mm-hmm. a little bio. Hey, sure. we have those hanging in our window here because yeah. they're still effective. We also have them on their website. Everybody, we have our shirts on though. Yeah, we all have our shirts <laughs> on. We're all wearing uniforms and really upset uniforms being that, like a t shirt. You know. <laughs> uh but at the the point of that is is that's still that still works. But now people are seeing all kinds of stuff. You've got uh you, you know, you've got um Instagram, you've got YouTube, yes, you've got yeah. have access all, to a lot of people, all of these these different things that that exist now. But yeah, so people are picking trainers based on things that they're seeing, and then they're trying to back up that you know what they're seeing or validate what they're seeing on other sides. So like, okay, I saw this really great ad, then I went to their Instagram and I saw, oh, that kind of looks like me. I could maybe fit into this. You know, I'm not really sure. I watch a few videos, then I go to Yelp.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I can go to
0: Yelp now to see like what kind of reviews is this, yep. is this trainer had. And then there's, I go back to the website now and I kind of look now is all this stuff kind of adding up and I go through and I read the full bio. I see what all the pricing and the, or the, the what the programs are. And then ultimately as a consumer, like let's get down to business. Yeah, like decision. how much is this going to cost me? Mm-hmm. Right. And as a coach. Obviously, that's part of the part of the process. And so, for the next part of that is usually there's contact, right? And that comes through an email or a phone call. Um, uh, and, you know, I always encourage everybody to get on the phone. Like, y- you should be able to have a conversation with somebody, not a fucking DM,
1: not, not an, an email. email I'm but...
0: really passionate mm-hmm. about this because you're not going to be showing up to a program where you're dming mm-hmm. right if you're going into a gym you're meeting with your coach you should have some interaction you've already had a
2: conversation
0: you should there should be some kind of a connection there so i encourage the phone call on both ends in which case there should be obviously that's longer format it gives a little bit more free flow in the conversation i think there's more honesty and more integrity you get to though.
2: hear tone in the voice there's definitely a lot more going on you can read text different ways depending on what mood and behavior you're in i if it's a client texts me and i, I start reading weirds, i call them
0: immediately Right. I just... well, look, if I'm a client and I'm about to drop a bunch of money on a coach and I, and we set up a time to call or whatever, or he calls me. And the next thing you know, what he or she is doing in the background is dealing with the kids, mm-hmm. dealing with the dog in the park, driving down the road, distracted. Guess what? That's going to translate over
1: into your, in, into your, your training, training program. If they're
0: not mm-hmm. paying attention to you now, and they're not even a client when you, and they're distracted, I'm not going to say not paying attention. I'm just going to say, if they're distracted now. They're going to be distracted well, later.
1: That, the other thing is too, that's distracting on the other end.
0: One thousand percent.
1: On the receiving end as yeah. well. Yeah. So. It's
0: like, it's like, hang, it's like texting during a session when you're in front of somebody as a coach, like fucking do that. Yeah. Right. Like you, you need to be all in. And so having a phone conversation is, is, is very important, I think. And again, that's typically how I think it should go. But ultimately we get down like the, where the questions generally start are like, okay, from the coach to the, potential client. Tell me about your fitness goals. Those are very easy questions to ask, and they should be asking you those questions. But we're going to get in, I think, into the less obvious questions that a, uh, a potential client should be asking their coach. So some of these questions are not necessarily in order. They could be in whatever order makes the most sense for you. Maybe you ask some of them. Maybe you ask all of them. Maybe you ask none of them.
2: The ones uh, that are pertinent to you. you right. Know, at, yeah. the, at
0: the time, but we're just going to kind of preload you with some stuff to, to maybe look out for. And again in no particular order, So I would start with, tell me about your training philosophy or your philosophy on health and fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, because oftentimes that'll be articulated. If you did see it in the bio, you'll see something, but it is kind of left to your interpretation. I want to hear it out of the person's mouth. Mm-hmm. You want to weigh in on that?
1: Yeah, I think philosophy is really important because um, each person is their own individual and they come with their own exercise history, their mm-hmm. own health history, the experiences and all of that. So uh, you know as a coach you have to take that in and um, kind of assess what's that individual's mind frame um, and what are their abilities So as a consumer when you ask your your coach hey so what's your your training philosophy? I think the the coach should be able to articulate that um, my my philosophy is X Y and Z. So for me, um, my my fitness and, and training philosophy is everybody's an individual. I think everybody should and can exercise. It's just that everybody's going to move a little bit differently and every and people are going to have their own health issues and um, conditions. And so I'm going to be able, I need to be able to program appropriately for that individual where they are currently in time and space and be able to adapt their program As They are progressing and along those lines, there's going to be progression and there's going to be regression. So being able to take that programming and adjust it to whatever's happening in that person's life um, at that time. So, you know, as you've said, Jeff, and we've all said at one point or another, life isn't linear. So we're going to have our ups and our downs and our and our plateaus. And so I want to make sure that I'm going to have a coach that's going to be able to address that. And should I have an injury somewhere along the line? Um, can that coach adapt and help me work through it? If not, help me get better. I'm not asking them to, you know, um, rehab me. But can they also work with another Health and fitness professional mm. to help me better understand what's happening to my body, but then also um, maybe pick up where another healthcare professional has um, left off. Left off yeah. exactly, or, where my or augment. Tied, right. Yep. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah, but it's important. Uh, like underst- Understanding that your hands could be tied, Jeff. Understanding
1: like, your I, scope of practice. I have my line. Yeah,
2: I could crack your back, but I'm not right. a <laughs> right. not a chiropractor.
0: Right. Yeah, stay in your lane. Like, this yeah. is mm-hmm. my lane. I understand what that is. This is how I approach it. And when I find that when we get to a challenge or we get to things that may, I see we may need to bring another professional in, I not only know those people, I work with them closely. Yes. I communicate with them, and I'm going to help be an advocate Adds for you when you walk in there. Um, that's all part of the philosophy. I think, yeah, it adds value and that's the bigger piece, Jeff, I think is, is when you're asking this question and it can be answered a lot of different ways, but when you're asking this question, the, the, what you should be looking for is, does this person's values about health and fitness align with my values? Mm Because it's very easy for them to align with your goals or say they will. You want to put on muscle and lose fat. Everyone I've never does. heard a fucking yeah. client never say that like, or, or, or not say that. Yeah. Like, they, they say that. Yeah. That's what they're going to yeah. say, yeah. right? So that's a pre. there's almost a pre-programmed response for that every time. And by the way, it's not hard to, ha- to get somebody to do that with a little bit of application. Absolutely. You, yeah. you literally don't have to have any education in order to be able to do that. Very minimal education at that. I want to know are our values align because mm-hmm. when our values are aligned— um, and the goals are aligned, we're in a much better position to to succeed. Mm-hmm. So you really what you're really looking like here is does this sound like the right coach for me mm-hmm. from a from a, a again a value perspective and you're gonna get that through their philosophy. I, I'm the same way CC. I mean I, I keep it really basic like I think most people need to move more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they need to move better. yes and everybody has different goals. They're all different mm-hmm. people. Um, mm-hmm. There is no one size fits all to to any of this. And, uh, but I do believe that everybody needs to be held accountable and they need to confront and then prioritize whatever those things are, whatever they are. Mm -hmm. And that's my job. That's my philosophy. As long as we're doing those things on a regular basis, the, the, the rate of success exponentially increases. And that's what I want people to understand when they, when they come in. Now there's a lot that goes into putting that all together. And there's other questions you could ask to maybe understand that more. And the one I would ask then is is like, okay, well, how do we do this? More specifically, talk to me about your methodology of training um, and maybe how you're going to help me achieve my goal of X, Y, Z. Again, that was the easy question from the Mm -hmm. beginning. Mm -hmm. So methodology being more, what is the approach to the training? What is the approach to the relationship? What is the approach to the, both the short and the long-term? So if I'm a client, what answers might I, or should I be looking for?
1: Well, I think one of them would be, you know, the coach talking about the program, you know, may- maybe highlighting this is, this is, um, these are your goals and give you a roadmap, mm. giving a roadmap as far as like, yes. this is, this is going to take time, timeline, pa- patience, um, consistency, all of those things and informing that person that, you know, Um, This is the roadmap, but again, there's going to be some ebb and flow So, and and what that might look like. Your
2: hip's been fucked up for 10 years. It's not going to get fixed in six. Let's be real. It might get better. Yeah, you're being realistic. That's
0: going back to timelines. It's not necessarily—I mean, one thing you should be cautious about is somebody telling you you're going to achieve this by this time. No, no coach mm-hmm. should be that's telling good. anybody and, that. And, if they're if so, if your coach, you know, the corporate
2: used to all the time.
0: Yeah. So and there's a lot of them, like the transformation centers I see out there. That's what they call them now: transformation gyms, transformation Disgusting. centers. By 30 Disgusting. days, you're going to lose <laughs> this amount of weight, and if you don't, we'll give you your money back. I'd be really fucking cautious. I, in yeah. fact, I wouldn't be cautious. I'd run far and fast because I could get you to lose weight instantly. I mean, dude, we could. I mean, At what cost? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. not. It's At not going to be
2: a good. effect on the body we can do it Mm -hmm. it, it,
0: right it goes back to methodology exactly so what's the approach and you mentioned like hey what's the roadmap look like i want to know what the solutions based system program format is that you're going to use or Mm -hmm. utilize i want to be prepared for this as i get into this new program with you or this new journey
2: so for me like yesterday i was with a new client dude does not have a patella Got into a motorcycle accident. Patella is gone. gone. I heard about this.
0: I'm sorry I missed it. Dude, it was gone. So, I was just going through
2: some movement I wanted to see because he has knee pain. Squatting makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Just going through, giving him some certain cues, getting him into knee pain, right? Just squat. Finding out what it is. He's like, oh, dude, my knee hurts here. Why don't you do A, B, and C? Here, let's do this. Let me manage you a little bit. Dude, no pain. So the whole time I'm going through and I'm showing him that his knee can have no pain, manually resisted, internally, you know, all the, all the stuff, no pain, nothing guys, fine. And he finds value in that. Oh my God, my knee doesn't hurt when I squat, when it Mm -hmm. constantly does. Mm -hmm. And he was shopping for gyms. He was going to a couple of gyms. He'd been to
0: about three before us. Yeah.
2: And he was extremely, he was like, dude, what they did in an hour and a half, you did in 40 minutes. And that's just to say that we do this all the time. Is what I've been doing for 12 years. Right. You know, it's, it's been a long time, but saying that is if you cannot, as a coach, look at somebody's individuality and be able to manipulate or look at what's going on, where the tension is going. Um, in is the body, the, Yeah, is the heel coming off the ground? Are they butt right. winking? Can they not maintain their core? Are they losing their shoulder blades? Like if you can't see that as a coach, you're not a coach. Yeah. And that's, I hate to say that and bash on people, but like, you need to be hard on your clients. If they're butt winking and they're not maintaining proper posture, put them on a box and lift them up until where they have proper posture and then work on their, uh, lumbo pelvic, uh,
0: flexibility. Yeah. I think you're, you're touching on some good points here and that is the honesty, right? And the integrity that you're, you're trying to maintain. Not every coach approaches it that way. (laughs) And I think that could be brought out in uh, when you're explaining and or showing what your methodology might be like, we're going to get to, I think, what would be the third best yeah, question yeah. here mm-hmm. uh, or the th- the next question, which would be the third question in a second. But the point is, is like you are telling somebody what, you know, what the expectation should be. Mm. And that is you don't have to be in pain all the time. Yeah. And this is the way we're going to go about doing it. Let me show you a couple of things exactly. or let me tell you a couple of things. Let me ask you a few more questions or walk yeah. you through a few more things so that you can see what this may look like over the long term. Also not trying to line it all out because whatever I give you to you this week, mm-hmm. we're going to have to be reassessing every yeah. time you come in, it's going to look a little bit different yeah. the following week. It isn't linear to your point.
2: Every rep's an assessment,
0: right? And, yeah. and every, and every person needs to be handled differently. So when you're asking about, again, methodology, they should be able to walk you through what should a typical session look like? What would a typical program look like based on what I know about you right now? Exactly. Because if this is a a phone conversation, I'm limited. Yes. Right. I'm not as informed as I need to be in order to give you details. I have done
2: an assessment, right. But I
0: can tell you in general, because I've had experience doing this, these are some of the things you might expect, Mm -hmm. but I won't know more until the next question that you ask uh, gets fulfilled. And that is tell me about the, you know, how we're going to assess where I am now, so that exactly. we know where to start. So, yeah. what does the assessment process look like? Um, this is a big one for us. Obviously, we're nerds, and we get bashed a lot. Of like people, are like you know, we're talking about arm curls. I saw some dickhead was like, uh, you know, this is a dude would 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 criticize uh, Ronnie Coleman for how he did arm curls.
2: No, I no. would criticize his squat, but it.
0: Is. <laughs> uh, like I I, was heavy, at I laugh at this stuff. Like I never spontaneous I was laughing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you do, you boo, yeah. but. um... <laughs> Not, not, is not that is that was the response. Not right? quite the not 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 quite where where we go with this. We just want people to be healthy, right, yeah. and get the most out of what they're healthy. doing. And yeah. by the way, most people aren't Ronnie Coleman, so shut your face.
2: Yeah, eight-time <laughs>
0: Olympian. Long story short, uh, talk about the talk about the 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 assessment process and how we're going to find out where I am mm-hmm. right now. So going back to where what you were saying, Cece, about being in the current time and space. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that for me? I don't, I mean, I'm going to ask you about like your history. But that isn't where you're at now. Like, don't, I, you, look, you can tell me how great a shape you are you or, or when I you were in college. School, cool, yeah, that's great. This awesome. But this is where you are now. You're 135 now. Right. And this
1: is- yeah, but then also, as far as like your history, what injuries have you had in the past? Because those might rear their ugly head now, right. especially if you've been inactive. Or you're coming to us because, or you're going to that coach because you're having pain. Right. So, yeah, you need you need to understand that person's history uh, skeletally as well as medical.
0: Yeah. So we talk about your health and fitness history and I'll just like in a brief assessment, we can like, maybe again, this is that phone call or, you know, that you're having with that person before you're actually, then you haven't even committed. These are questions you should be asking before you even show up. So you don't, this is a screening. Yeah, You don't, you should be screening your coach the same as your coach is screening you and Mm -hmm. trying to set the appointment with you uh you don't want to be committing to an appointment. It's going to waste your time mm-hmm. right uh you, if you're curious and you don't care then okay go but my my point is is like I want to be efficient with my time and, and not waste it uh and you don't know till you don't know so ask so to your or you don't know till you know so mm-hmm. ask to your point cc it's like okay let's talk a little bit about your exercise and your medical history these questions should get more detailed as you answer, as you're answering those for your coach. Mm-hmm. So if some if if you respond with yeah well I actually had a knee injury, I went to physical therapy for it, there should be a good amount of time t- talking about well what was that knee injury, yep. right? How what was the mechanism of injury? Mm-hmm. What was the diagnosis? Was there any medical intervention? Tell me about that. That
1: How long ago was it? Your coach should
0: be <laughs> really curious about that. As curious as they are about your goals of mm-hmm. I want to tone up and lose weight, right? Tone and up. and the reason you, you want to get there, uh, they should be very curious about those things. Like, t- tell me a little bit about your health history now. When was the last time you had a checkup with your physician? You know, yep. how did that go? Some blood work. Right. All of those kind of things. A, a qualified coach should be asking you some a, a good deal of these questions. Obviously, the more experience they have, it will show up in this conversation. For sure. uh, the more experience there are, the more bullshit will, will show up in this type of a conversation. And this is
2: kind of the conversation we're trying to steer towards is get people out of the
0: 80% that suck into the 20% that know what they're doing, right? right? Yep, mm-hmm. to 20% of the people doing 80% of the work out there, right? <laughs> yeah. and, and they're doing it in a, in a solid way. Lord's so, work. yeah, so talk to me about your assessment process. This can look, mm-hmm. depending on your goals, depending on who you're going to, whatever, can look very different. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is no perfect assessment. Uh, believe me, I've tried to find yep, it and it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. We have a, we have a, a method here or some methodology that we use here in terms of how we approach things based on your skill level as a coach, sure. your knowledge level as a coach. And uh, also with the understanding that if you run into something that you're unsure about, oh. there's another coach standing right next yeah. to you that you mm-hmm. could pull in uh, to that assessment to, uh, to help with the, with the, with the process. And we have a network of, of uh, highly skilled practitioners outside here, if we mm-hmm. came across something that was maybe very acute or very unusual, hey, not sure what this is, but let's let's get it checked out. That's not going to stop us from starting your program mm-hmm. right yeah, now. But, uh, but we, we, we'd love to involve this in there. So uh, again, the point of that is is they should be able to articulate this very well to you. Mm-hmm. What is it going to look like? And if it starts with just a questionnaire and starts and ends with the questionnaire, it's not good enough. Nope. Like there should be some time spent on the floor uh, or, you know, in person uh, hands-on, watching you do some movements, mm-hmm. uh, going through, uh, again, revisiting some of the questions that might have got answered on the phone in a higher level of detail, um, some t- some quote-unquote testing, challenging you For sure. out on the floor. If to I, see I don't see
2: you move, how am I going to make a... 1,000%. So like, oh, I have exactly. them forward lunge, their knee hurts a little bit. I do a reverse lunge where they get more 90 degrees, less knee travel, Hey, no knee pain. OK, right. like things like that where you're yeah, you getting need to get a baseline, you're getting information. And I'm not saying that that's an assessment I use. It's just an example
0: right. of, right. you know. Uh, right. Yeah, I get you. I th- no, you're you're going on the right path here, Jeff, in that you're trying to get people to think maybe a little bit differently about, oh, yeah, how can this people person tell me what all the exercises, how many days a week I should be I should be coming in here and how I should be organizing my workout program. They're already telling me you need to be resistance training four days a week and doing four, three days a week of cardio. And we haven't even been in person together yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Yeah. that's a red flag, yeah. right? Red flag. Uh, no, you don't, we have, you don't have enough information on me right now. Yeah. Uh, maybe I already think that in my head I'm thinking, well, I need to be working out four days a week and I need to be doing three days of cardio or lifting four days and three days of cardio. If your coach on the, if the coach on the other end is going, Hey, let's pump the brakes right here. We're not really, I'm not really sure if that's a good recommendation for you or not. You should be taking that as a Absolutely. positive. That <laughs> person is, is going, I, I'm not sure if that's the right thing for you or not, and admitting that or putting that out there in front—that person's that's a, sales a gr- person. That's a right? green flag. Mm-hmm. That is a good check. Right
2: when uh, i am trying to make a sale, and yeah. at the same time, when you're telling somebody, "Wait, hold on, we might do less." That's something to look at. I,
0: it's too—it's too soon to tell. Yeah, right. We should be going through this assessment process first. So here's something to understand about the assessment process. Um, this doesn't necessarily... This, this process, depending on what they're taking you through, who they are, why you're going to see them, what your goals are, could be anything from free to a premium rate, mm-hmm. right? And people handle that differently. At Red Dot, if you come in for an assessment, like you've never seen us before, and we've qualified you over the phone, this isn't like, I want a free training session, um, you know, and sign up online. No, you will not get one of those from us. It's, it's free. It's complimentary, if mm-hmm. you will. we need to talk to you first. We need to qualify who it is that's coming in again, because you might not be the right client for us. And we'll Mm -hmm. go ahead and tell you that straight up on the phone, but I want my free session, but you're not the right client for us. Mm -hmm. So you're not getting it. Mm -hmm. That we're bold enough and smart enough to do that. And we're not
2: wasting our time.
0: The consumer needs to understand it. And more importantly, we're not wasting your time as a client. So that may or may not. So again, it could be from free to charged Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot. Sometimes what to expect is a that's one thing to expect as a client. Some what some places will do is like, hey, I do charge a hundred dollars a session. I will charge you for this this session. However, if you purchase a package, yeah, or if you get into a program, I'll apply that to the package in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. That this is standard practice in the industry. So don't get all don't get your panties in a wad. If the person if you've qualified with this person or this person is qualified and you say, okay, let's set up an assessment. I'm gonna need a credit card from you in order to book your appointment. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because if they've spent all this time it's a as a professional, things, yeah. right— with you on the phone, they've taken time out of the day. They booked an hour where they could have had somebody else, a paying customer, in there, right? Then you decide to no-show, or you decide there was something else that was more important, mm-hmm. right? Like work, a key. which is an excuse, <laughs> like, "Well, my boss held me held me up." Well, then this isn't a priority for you. Mm-hmm. you if if you had to go to the doctor, would your boss have held you up? You had to go see your attorney, yeah. would your boss have held you up? You had not to go see all.
1: your yeah. if you had to go pick up your kid, had you go, at go at pick all. up
0: your kid, would your boss? Uh, you've already made this secondary, so yeah. I already know where we stand. At the same time. I made it a priority for me and for you. Therefore you are paying for it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so uh, they may charge you uh, for that assessment, that assessment process and use it as insurance in case you're disrespectful. um, And or things outside of your control and uh, come up, which don't allow you to come to the appointment, but guess what? That's not in the control of the coach either Mm -hmm. who did all these things already. So it is what it it is. It is what it is. So, but Again, what's the assessment going to be like? Mm-hmm. What does that process look like? And there's that little new, that that little extra yeah. on what to expect from how much that might cost. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are those are those are things that should be laid out there, you know, right from the get go. Um, well, what's another one that that comes up for you, just in terms of you know what's a question somebody should be asking, kind of out of the gate to assess or uh, screen their coach, um, coach?
1: How do you handle how- nutrition? Or what were you going to say?
0: No, go go. I was going to do that. Or how do you train yourself? Okay, that's so two different questions. Two different two different questions. Let's go. go, Let's handle the nutrition. Let's handle the nutrition one first. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, as far as as a prospective client, and you're asking your coach uh, about nutrition, I think that um, you know, listen to their philosophy. Ask them their philosophy on nutrition. Because you know it's it needs to be sustainable for you as the client. Um, not everybody's going to want to eat chicken and broccoli and 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 rice. Um, Cute. and religion and culture for some individuals, it's a very big it's a very big thing. That's and so idea. that coach needs to be able to adapt um, whatever kind of nutrition coaching or advice that they are giving their client. But then also um, ask whether or not nutrition coaching is part of the fitness training as well, because I can tell you, um, or we all can sit here and and say that nutrition is a completely different business. It is a different animal. And there's a lot of work that goes in when working with the client. So um, see if your coach is going to take you on dually as a fitness and nutrition client, or maybe they're, that that coach isn't going to do the nutrition. They can help guide you, but they will suggest that you see somebody else for nutrition or maybe they they have a recommendation. So
2: when I was by myself, I did the nutrition part of it. I was a little extra, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, over time, I realized that it started getting super neurotic with a lot of people. And that's where I pumped the brakes and wanted to create a separate job for that because it was just I, I'm dealing with people's, I feel this way about eating. I mean, it was more of a therapist than just being like, Hey, here's your macros and meals, right? You really start having to manage people and their emotions. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. where I really started cutting that as part of the personal training package and being like, if you want to nutrition as we do, it's upfront, it's mm-hmm. going to be an investment. Cause I need to know that I'm, I'm doing all this work and yep. that we're going to go down the road together. And if you don't come with me, <laughs> That money's mine. Right. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Is It's just putting an investment up front to, to making have, commitment to the program. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So I think this is important to, to kind of uh, articulate a little bit because you just got to handle it same, but different. Cece, what you're saying is, is understand what, where they're coming from, from a nutrition perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, is this somebody that's going to try and sell you a bunch of supplements up front? Mm-hmm. Right. And then, you know, tell, tell you, uh, I'm going to give you a meal plan. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest meal, meal plans for some people work for the for the person yeah. that wants to be uh like on stage for his bodybuilder there's enough driving force yeah, there for sure right if uh, they're not
2: emotionally attached to food like
0: yeah yeah then and they know like i eat this way because i have to be on stage in a bikini or you know a pair of sh- board shorts or result, whatever yeah. to get this result that that usually works pretty fine and that's how that kind of work. That's how where those things got started. Bodybuilders sure. giving people, this is what worked for me. This is how I looked the way I looked on stage. So five eat meals, like this, adjust chambers, it yeah. accordingly to your weight height, all that stuff. And you'll, you'll, you'll lose body fat and you'll, you'll get lean. We all know that's not sustainable. Not even for the bodybuilder, not even for the professional bodybuilder, right? They don't eat like that all the time. Oh, no. Meal plans, meal plan templates, just long-term are not effective. Um, In my for sure. Mm-hmm. In my experience. Unless you mm-hmm. can
2: create a meal plan yourself with the foods that you like, with the knowledge mm-hmm. taking in. Yeah, and that co- you have. And you, and you can create these meals where you're like, man, it's not boiled chicken and... You shouldn't right. be boiling your chicken. I'm a, I you most do that, two, but I'm just saying like, it doesn't have to be this microwave chicken. You can have good tasty meals, right. but it does take some time to learn how to cook that way.
0: So that, to to your point, Jeff, it's like, just because you're training with me as a coach, doesn't mean you're also on some type of nutrition program through me. Yep. Uh, you should articulate, because if that's what you're looking for, you need to figure that out right from the get go. Sure. And also to your point for us, uh, we've made nutrition coaching and, and let's say fitness coaching, Two different things, right? I, I, you were going to get like, if you were, if you decided I don't want nutrition coaching for whatever the reasons are, and there could be lots of those, right? I just want fitness coaching, but I want, you know, on my health and wellness program, but I do want some recommendations and I do want some guidance. 1000% 1000% we're going to give that to yeah. you. Mm-hmm. But if you want to start dipping in and getting deeper into, well, we need to, you want like how do
2: I cut macro <laughs> prescription, yeah. right? Exactly. And,
0: and let's, let's take a look at those, the, the micronutrients, you want regular follow-ups and check-ins and things like that. That is, that, that's that is a tremendous amount of time. And anybody that's, that's not taking the time to really look into that, or is just like, Hey, send me a check-in once a week and I'll send you, you know, new, new macros. That's not coaching. Mm-mm. That isn't coaching. And for anybody that's been involved in this, again, that's not trying to step on stage no, or whatever yeah, else yeah. they should know that by now, mm-hmm. like what they end up meeting and what you were talking about before is there's a lot that goes into uh, nutrition on the 24 seven basis that nutrition is involved in versus two hour or an hour, or a couple of days a week mm-hmm. with uh with your coach on the fitness floor for that matter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, we handle it differently. And if that's what your expectation is, uh, that you're going to get nutrition because you need to identify that right up front. Cause right at Red Duff is we don't handle it that way. Like, oh, we're going to give you a lot of information and a lot of help, but it's not going to get specific to you. If you want a personalized program, then we're going to spend a lot of time developing yes. that program uh, for you and or with you and helping you get through that program. But the philosophy is going to be really important on this. Like talk to me about your new, how you handle nutrition mm-hmm. because you could find out some things like, hey, yeah, well, I think the best thing for everybody is keto. That's the best mm. way to fat loss and whatever else. And that—that's
2: a fixed mindset. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. trash.
0: Again, yes. If there's any absolutes like that, I would I'd, run far and right. fast. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, exactly. That, but if that's what you're looking for, if like I want to coach the coach is keto. I want
2: carnivore. Yeah, whatever. Look do. for the keto yeah. coach. Yeah.
0: yeah. So another one. You Brought up one, so moving on to the next question is, mm-hmm. is tell me about how you handle your own health and fitness program. Exactly. I think that's a legit question. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a dangerous one because it it, is. if you get a narcissist that just wants to talk about themselves for <laughs> <on laughs> the an hour, yeah, you're gonna be held up, right?
2: <laughs> um, but I think it is important to see, you know, how does your trainer train? How do they eat? Do they train? Are they fat? Are right. they out of shape, right? And <clears> let's <throat> be real, when you're doing eight to ten hours a day of personal training in a gym and you're literally handling everybody else's shit sometimes you're going to go to the wayside but your trainer should not look out of shape Mm -hmm. you should ask them what do they do do they change their program up are they powerlifters are they bodybuilders are they specific into one region where you're like dude i got a messed up shoulder and i need rehab this guy's never done any rehab in his life he's a powerlifter do you think that's going to be a good match for you Probably not. So you know what I mean. So yeah. just kind of scoping out and and being like, well, how do you train and what's your philosophy?
0: Yeah tell tell me about your tell me about your journey. Right? Exactly. And how did you get here? And so going back to that, I was like, how does your does your trainer fit the is is your trainer modeling uh, effectively the behaviors mm-hmm. uh, and the lifestyle that you need to be doing in order to achieve your goals? And you might not fully understand that yet. And so there could be like. Hey, we're in a day and age where things look a little bit different, right? And and there there was times where um you you couldn't walk into gyms, you'd see nothing but bodybuilders, right? That doesn't work for me right? Like I've seen that lifestyle. I've lived that Me lifestyle. Too. And and by the way, it's that's a very, very ground. small percentage of people, not, yeah. not the major, but that's why we don't have a lot of them here at red dot fitness, yeah. because there's so much of a bigger market, but there are, there are coaches. If you ask this question, like there, you'll find coaches out there that seemingly are out of, out of shape or overweight. But what you don't know is the story behind there where, Hey, two years ago, they were 400 pounds, yep. right? And they found fitness and they found mm-hmm. nutrition. And now they're, they're so uh, passionate about it now and they don't want anybody to feel the way they feel. And so they're mm. jumping into the, mm. the, they're trying to now become coaches. They, for sure, it's changed their life. You have to decide if that's the right coach for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That person is, everybody's still on their journey all the time, but it's at the just same Just because
2: they lost weight doesn't mean.
0: Exactly. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And,
1: yeah. and just because they train a certain way doesn't necessarily mean that. They're going to train you that way. So I think in that conversation, when you're asking your coach or prospective coach, hey, can you tell me about how um, you train? Eventually, it should come back around to, okay, so I'm going to share with you uh, how I I train, but this isn't about me. This is about this you. Is about yeah. You,
2: yep. Yep. Because you know? I've done powerlifting. I've done bodybuilding. I'm more in a functional, I guess you would say bodybuilding right. and corrective exercise, uh, lifestyle right now. Um, but I can train you through any modality. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think that you need to have a coach that has gone through all these modalities, understands them, has put work through them and that, yeah, right now I'm powerlifting, but you want to bodybuild. I've done that. I've done that right. for five years and I can take you through that. And we can do protocols. You want to come back and we go through a strength phase mm-hmm. a power lifter. I, you know, you know what I mean? I think Being pe- able to be malleable.
0: I think when people ask that question what they're kind of looking for is just kind of the summary of like what's your been your experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um and asking like your well you know what you're doing with your own fitness journey, health and fitness journey is is a way to connect for I think that should be a a really great question for an easy question for a coach to answer to mm-hmm. your point is like, hey, I'm glad you asked that. Like I don't get I, I some people people make a lot of assumptions but I'll keep it brief and here's what it is, yeah. right? This is what I've done over time and, yeah. and ultimately bringing it back to you. And this is what it's helped me to do. And that was, to, that's to understand that there's no one size fits all. And, uh, I don't train people the way I train and It articulates right? that when you... you're, it gives you the opportunity to say that, yeah. right. Versus no, everybody's doing it this way. Again, if you have a very specific goal for a very specific thing, then maybe it does they have, there's way more congruency and similarities in what the programming for your coach looks like as compared to you. I think that the higher your training age, right? And and uh the more sp- uh specificity there is in your goal, uh then that might come a little bit more congruent, it'll be a little bit more parallel. But it, it is a it is a solid question. Um I like that one. Yeah, I okay. think it, I think it's a good one. I think I think it, I definitely think it's a good one. Um, what else? I mean,
1: you know, so, um, as a, so we had a very close friend of ours who moved across country and she was here. She was working with all three of us, actually. At Mm -hmm. one point I was doing the fitness coaching you were helping her with the mobility and you were helping her with nutrition. And when she left, um, she had asked that we get on a call with, um, a prospective coach. Uh, that she was interviewing because, oh, wow. mm-hmm, um, because she she wanted help. She didn't know necessarily the the right questions to ask. So oh. I. I, I that. think that if you're a client and you're relocating, um, if you have somebody that you've worked with in the past, ask that prospective coach if yeah, they'd be okay absolutely. talking to your previous coach. They can, that previous coach can talk about the things that you've accomplished, some of the um, challenges that they may have had and um, kind of get a feel for that prospective coach's philosophy and training methods. So, you know, as somebody that's looking for a new coach, that might be something if you know, that is to consider great. as
0: well. That is great. So, so this is, it. there's another question in there. I think these kind of overlap a little mm-hmm. bit um, in the sense that like, I, if I'm a, if I'm a client, I'm gonna, I'll come back to this question in a second. I, I understand and a coach should understand that things happen, right? Like there's, there could be breaks in the program somewhere. Like I, I could call away on a business trip or my kids are sick or, you know, I want to go on a vacation and or, life. Yeah, it's life yeah. Or, or job changes. And I, mm-hmm. my work schedule's hairy for, for a while. Like what are, what can I do? Like, how do you help me through that? Yes. How do we continue yes. this process? So I'll come back to that because this one is a good one. CC and I remember, I remember that vividly actually, because as this client was out there and by the way, this is a savvy person right uh in her in her own very right business savvy, very business yes. savvy right Successful. very business savvy uh and working with a lot of high level people and former
1: collegiate athletes former as well. collegiate so this is nice like, this is barbecue no, no, <laughs>
0: this is no this is no yeah so this is this is i would say like an above average client for that for mm-hmm. that matter in terms of their their mm-hmm. uh, their Awareness, knowledge yeah. so here's what happened in that which i remember very vividly person uh cli- old client goes out and and interviews this interviewing prospective coaches kind of lands on one, right? Mm. Like, and then says, Hey, would you mind speaking to my coaches, right? That I've had that have been helping me or whatever to to share information about what I've been doing to Mm. help you be in a better position as a coach to pick up kind of where they left off. And effectively what happened there was is of course, yeah, let's talk. Like let's put us, put us together. We Mm. got on a call. Um, and how was the other side? Well, this was what happened. So, um, basically at the end of the call and i want to be I want to be clear about this red dot fitness is about getting people help right mm-hmm. so we're not trying to be like we're not going to be offensive yeah. or defensive very neutral and just like hey what's the best plan for this person that we've been working with and care about right so the questions that were getting asked uh or and the things that were being shared i think was more of it was clearly way over the head of this coach on the other end so and that's fine they just yeah. weren't maybe at didn't understand things that is deep below us. That's that's totally fine. But what the client ended up realizing was, is like, I had a very different conversation with that person when you guys weren't there. And, uh, now looking back at it, it sounded very, it sounded way more scripted because I knew the answers to the questions that you guys were asking. And this train, this coach didn't. And these were, these were in my mind answers to questions that he should have had. Oh yeah. Right. He should have been able to easily articulate. And she didn't realize that this client didn't realize that until the questions were being asked in front of her. She's like, wait a minute. I know the answer to that question. And he never asked me that. Right. And now they're having to articulate and answer it for him and, and try to get yeah. him to understand. So it exposed some things, mm-hmm. um, we, again, the the purpose of that was for not for us to do that, mm-hmm. but had we not had that conversation, um, it would not have, have done gone that. Down the
2: wrong avenue, any
0: right? any good coach worth their worth their salt would have, be more than happy to make a connection with another oh, coach dude, and talk uh, for of, a while. Yeah, and at least for be open. at least for a little bit, or yeah. be open to a conversation yeah. and be and then be able to be honest and, yeah. and have some integrity and in that conversation. Can always
2: disagree to agree at the end. A thousand percent,
0: yeah, yeah a thousand percent. So that that's a or really good good point. But that brings me to the next question, which would be, um, hey, what happens? What happens when? things come up. Like how do This is a big one. How do we stay connected? Uh, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. How this is a we, big one. How do we stay connected? Because things do come up. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, travel, work, whether it's leisure or whatever else. Like just because... You're gone, or maybe your coach wants to go on vacation, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, as coaches, yeah, we as like coaches, relax, yeah. we yeah. like to we like to go snowboarding. Yeah. We like to go to the you know we like to <laughs> take some time. They brought, brought up snowboarding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we like to chase storms. Yeah, right? okay. we like to get out and do stuff. Yeah. We like to get. We're,
1: we're laughing because we had a conversation about that earlier. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Jeff so and
0: I. <laughs> it's getting, it's almost there. Uh-huh. Um, but we to shoot things, people and... like to go places, right? So, how do we stay connected when we're gone? Just exactly. because one of us is gone doesn't mean the programming and the coaching mm-hmm. should or needs to stop. It's, so, it shouldn't. What resources will I have in order to continue my program, you know, one way or another? Mm-hmm. And this is something that I believe all coaches should have thought through already, uh, particularly after what happened in the last couple of years with oh, Jim's yeah. being shut down and whatever. And, and uh, there are, there are just too many ways to be able to do that, um, in an easy cost effective way for both client and, uh, con- or in, in coach. Yep. And so if your coach doesn't have an answer to that, uh, it's, it's, it's due to complacency. That's Period. End mm-hmm. of story. They they just haven't thought about it. And that's complacent uh, given again, what we know from a historical perspective and not taking to account reality. And,
2: and that, that would is- scare like my regular programming because all you're doing is programming. What I have at home with exercises. It's nothing. It's plug and play.
0: How do you mean? Explain.
2: So you come to me and we, I have an exercise program for you, right? Yep. How can I not give you an exercise program at home with, with, with the equipment you have? I just made one here for you. What I keep, Body weight at home. You get what I'm saying? You're not get, get, it's homework. Ha, how are you not able to do that as a oh, coach? Oh, you mean yeah. as a coach. Yeah. Got it. How Understood. are you not able it's, to make a, like, yeah. okay, I'm gone. This is the equipment that you have at home or you have open gym or whatever yeah, yeah, it is. You have some I know access. what access you or have. Or you don't. I need yeah. to know the access. But yeah. if you don't, mm-hmm. you, body weight. I mean-
0: We'll figure it out. What resources exist for mm-hmm. for you? They, I mean, they should you be readily on, you available. You could go
2: on YouTube and type in bed exercises for people that can't walk, and right. and, mm-hmm. and find a whole. You get right. what I'm saying.
0: The, I think that yeah, that the point is in this is that there should be a plan for that. It should already be like, mm-hmm. hey, no problem. This happens all the time. This is how we handle that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, like still if you, based
2: on your individuality, right? So exactly. maybe
0: this maybe this coach is working in a facility somewhat like ours. Maybe there's other independent contractors. Maybe it's all employees here. If somebody if we have a coach that wants to go on vacation, which we Encourage, mm. no problem. We plug. We'll make sure that you're connected with one of our other coaches during that time. Mm-hmm. They'll be, you know, they the, work
1: together as a team to make sure that you get your programming. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You keep you Continue. keep the regularity in your program, mm-hmm. and uh, there no harm, no foul. And yeah. Nobody yeah. here is worried about yeah. anybody stealing anybody's no, clients because we, mm-hmm. we share clients. We share clients all the time. Yeah. It's great. Yep. It's a great ecosystem, right? Uh, and because when you want to go on vacation as the client that was that was uh, covering for for somebody, then
1: Absolutely. you just hand them
0: over to the other person and. And they and, still get the same program, the same quality? We yeah, don't and by have, the way, they get a little bit of a different taste of things. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is, Each coach coaches it's differently, It's nice right? a break so for me. Yeah, some for nuance sure. as well. Sure, yeah, yeah, different humor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe they work in another facility. Maybe they have somebody they'll hand off to. But to simply say, yeah, I'm going on for vacation for two weeks. So yeah. you're on you're a, for your own. See ya? That red nope. flag. Or, you know, what happens when I travel? What do you do? Well, um, you know, I can I can text you some workouts. So
2: I can talk on I that, think that it's lazy. Quick. I think that's lazy. So they went out of town, a client. This is a, a very pain client. It's a chiropractic referral. And uh, we went over, I made videos, intense videos of going over these stretches. As you guys know, they're very anal. They have to be on point. Uh, structures have to be in alignment. Mm-hmm. Awareness has to be on point. So, you know, making videos and adjusting in the video. I mean, it took a long time. She did not end up doing one of the stretches the whole time you're there, right? And uh, it does come down to the, the client. Right. Mm-hmm. You can you can program for them, but if they're on vacation, they're doing their thing and they don't want to or whatever right. happens, you know, and it doesn't get done, that's not on you. Right. You program, it's still on the client. But um, it's just sad that you go over all this time, you want them, they're in pain, you want them to get out of pain, you put this program together, but the association somewhere disassociated, a, right? Like a disconnect, I've, yeah. I'm on and then they didn't want to come back into the gym until they felt better, and I had to have a conversation <laughs> with them yesterday and actually bring them in later and talk to them on the phone because they were trying to be like, "I want to go to the chiropractor, I want to feel better before I start working out." And I said, "That is the worst recipe." I want to <laughs> the get- reason.
0: The reason you feel this way is because you didn't do well, the things. You were and supposed
2: you got to do. sent to me from the chiropractor because I'm not a regular personal trainer. This is my specialty. You right. need to come in so we can work on these things. So she did. She felt better. She said, thank you for forcing me to come in. And mm-hmm. this is how I'm going to get back on. But you know, sometimes you have to hit that switch for people because it's just whatever, a coping mechanism or whatever it is. You know, They don't want to go through. there in pain. I get it. You don't want to move or you don't want to low energy, whatever, right? right? But the fact that she came in, she pushed it. She saw that she felt better. And then that gave her a result of, I'm coming back in, right?
0: So sometimes you have to push your clients to get back into the gym too. So clients our prospective clients should be, should understand that. And I think that brings up the next question, which are, expectations. Let's do some expectation mm-hmm. setting. So yes. um, what would you expect of me as a client? And what mm-hmm. should I expect of you as a coach? Mm-hmm. Um, and we have just talked a lot about that. And that, that's going to be specific to whatever it is that you're asking them for. Yes. Mm-hmm. But setting ex- up expectations is, is super important. And a, and a coach should not be afraid to tell you if he or she thinks your expectations are a little bit unrealistic or over yes. overambitious um, or under ambitious. right? Don't be, like, yeah. Don't be scared to lose a client because you're being honest. 1000%. And and I think that's the point on both sides is like, if, if you're a client and you're asking these questions, you don't feel like you're getting the answers that you're looking for. Be honest. Yeah. Push it. Yeah. Right. Like th- push, push the question. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm not asking the question. Right. Right. Maybe let, let me ask it again. If you're not getting the answers that you want, it's probably not the right fit. Same on the, on the, on the coach's side of things to your, to your point. So Expectation setting is important. We mentioned this earlier um, in terms of setting expectations and that is anybody that's setting up pre pre, uh, setting an expectation prior to any kind of assessment or working with you about how much weight you're going to lose, how How much muscle you're going to get, how many days you're going to work out, all of that in terms of basically trying to line out your program in front of you before you've even gone through any sessions with them. Uh, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag. They can, you can ask for general recommendations, right? And you, you but that's all that is. That's not specific mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. So again, if you're joining a general type of exercise program, that might be more appropriate. Uh, this is what the program is. This is what we do here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you as a client or, or a member need to, un, need to decide, is this sound like the right program for me? Cause it's, it, it is, uh, standardized, right? So everybody does this, they come five days a week. They do this at this time. Uh, it's on does, the
2: chalkboard. You look at it. Yeah. Whatever it is, whatever it is,
0: you know, it's on the, on the screen, yeah. whatever it happens to be. Does this seem like it fits my needs? Mm-hmm. If you asked all those other questions, um, and we were talking about goals and exercise or training age and exercise and health history and all that stuff, that stuff can get identified. Right. Yes. And, um, Anyhow, so the the expectation setting piece is a big one, and anybody that's setting up expectations ahead of seeing you, uh, you know, specific to your exercise programming, I think is a red flag, and I'm, I'd I'd want to get out of there. Mm-hmm. I'd want I want to get out of there. Um, any any more? I have one more one more type of question.
1: I throw you off your, your game kind exactly. of exactly like, test you kind uh, of yeah, a I think
0: you I think you throw in a curveball there something that you feel really strongly about or already have an answer to. Mm-hmm. Um yeah to see how the person responds to that. Um what's your example?
1: Mm. Um you know what I really want to lose my belly right here. What types of exercises can I do for that? <laughs> yeah, I should I work my abs?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I need to work my abs, right? Because the fats. Here. How, many, how many
0: days a week should I work my abs? Or like, oh. how, how do I tone my arms? Oh my god! How do I tone my arms? How do
2: I get the cellulite off my ass? So the
0: reason the reason we bring those questions up is because those are the ones that are usually the th- those topics are usually the ones that are the attention grabbers, right? Well, That's the clickbait because
2: it makes people. So the fitness industry does a really good job at making you feel inferior. Right? thousand percent the, they feed on you and, and they prey on the fear
0: you must have my help
2: you must yeah. have this product you know what yeah. i mean and, and this so, is the answer and so people have a little bit of belly fat and they feel you know embarrassed about it and, and that's fine that you enter the gym for these physical appearance changes to make yourself feel better but over time hopefully it changes into a more of a healthy direction instead of like a th- aesthetic driven mm-hmm. right all the time right yeah. so that there's nothing wrong with entering the gym and wanting these things like I, think I I love a six pack.
0: It's yeah. really good. That's really good that you preface it that way, man. So who doesn't want quote unquote toned arms, yeah. right? We'll come back to that. Yeah. Who doesn't want to lose that little extra belly fat, right? Who yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. want, you know, uh, who, who doesn't want to, and I'll just leave man, it at that. Who, who doesn't want those things? <laughs> I've never met anybody that doesn't want those things, man. I Honestly, like people that tell you like, oh, none of that's important to me. At some point, it will be mm-hmm. right. So maybe it's not mm-hmm. now, but it, but it will be for you if you stay in this long enough. It, it sure. will become a little bit more important for you. Not. It doesn't have to be a dominating factor. Exactly. But to your point, Jeff, that's fine. And those are those are totally normal, mm-hmm. uh, valuable goals. Like you should you need to have those those goals. Um, but the the point of asking the question is is what kind of answer do you get? Mm-hmm. Um, this one always kills me when I I still see people fucking addressing it on. You know, in social media, like, this is what you got to do to lose the stubborn belly fat. I mean, what's some of the shit oh, you hear? Just stay off the internet. Oh.
1: Um, as far as to lose the belly fat?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's the example. Lemon like. and water. Oh, um, yeah.
1: Was it like a one one crunch for every... For every day over 30 days. So then. Oh my God. However many like.
0: Someone came up oh, with a math.
2: The formula. I wish I hadn't asked the question. F-E-E- F equals mass times acceleration. Oh, honestly.
0: I wish I hadn't uh, asked the
2: question. Uh, I so think. I, yeah, so what. a lot of the things is like the the waist wrap. And the sweet sweat. And all of these things where you're putting and applying a, a substance around your abdominals. And you're wrapping the shit out of them in a corset. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what you're doing is you're effectively taking your core musculature out of the equation because it's getting braced by a core set. Mm-hmm. You are literally weakening your core. Your core muscles are going to atrophy, mm-hmm. the opposite of hypertrophy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to diminish. And then you've got this thermogenic sweat juice on your abs <laughs> that make you feel Don't like you're sweat. sweating because you got it wrapped in juice. this corset and yeah. you're sweating and you think that this is what is going to show your abdominals right. it, it's all just a, a a surface level scam for these things where dude the way about you, the
1: electrodes too you put the electrodes on your belly uh, and you turn like it up E-stem. and so then it's like mm-hmm. i love Electrical those
2: they're stem.
0: awesome
2: yeah i've seen some for some power lifting uh Application where I'm like that might be something cool, but anything else outside of that,
0: yeah. Look, it uh, the the question, a question like that could get asked. So that you're hearing again, this goes back to the checking in on the philosophy and the methodology, and is all this adding up? Mm -hmm. Like, is this all scripted? Does it make sense? Yeah, exactly. What is my spidey sense telling me about this? Mm -hmm. And by now, if you don't understand that all the crunches in the world are not going to get you, you know, abdominal. Uh, definition, um, or all the arm curls and you know tricep extensions, body part
1: and, isolation, dude, yeah. body part is going <laughs> to get you fat, more tone
0: arms. That's it. there are there's it go, there's more that goes into that. Yeah. And what I want to hear is somebody be. If I'm on the other side, of I'm on that phone as a potential client. I want to hear somebody be really honest for sure, right? And and basically say, look, there is no specific exercise that's going to do that. I don't have any products. Um, I don't have any special. A proprietary yeah. uh, programming solution for you. Spot reduction you know, there, doesn't work. We don't. It doesn't operate that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what What I can tell you, based on what I know about you now, is is that we need to get you in here for an assessment, right? We We need to work through a few things. Um, definition or seeing that definition, building muscle so that when you burn enough body fat that you can see that definition. That should be part of the process that we go through together. Mm-hmm we'll need to we'll we'll need to talk together and find out what's the most appropriate approach to all of the all of that mm-hmm. stuff but until we take it to the next step which if you come to Red Dot it's it's complimentary we can do the next step doesn't cost you anything except for your time that'll put both you and me as a coach in a more informed position to give you a little bit more of a specific answer to that but i'm going to circle back to your point be really honest but if what you're looking for is a specific plan or program that's going to get that for you I'm not the coach. I'm not the coach for you. We're not the right place for you. Dude. Bodybuilding.com has hundreds of them. Yeah. Go grab a template. Yeah. We're just not the right spot. So asking some type of a trick question, you know, um, I think can be valuable in terms of uncovering uh, basically the sniff test or the bullshit meter. Exactly. Um, and again, you mentioned at the end of the day, Jeff, that this is a business. And, uh, I mentioned the word desperation early on. Um, you as a consumer, if you're desperate, it's really easy to maybe get talked into something from mm-hmm. somebody else that's desperate For sure. or that senses or smells that desperation on you. Mm. Um, so I think the lesson at the end of the day maybe is to go into your screening of your potential coach or program or gym that you're going into prepared. Mm-hmm. Put a list of, of questions on your phone go through there. Think about those questions ahead of time, right? We've, we've listed a bunch of them today. Think about those questions ahead of time and think about, really think about the answers that you think you should be getting. Um, ask your friends, like, what do they get from their coaches? Like, what do they get in their programs so that you have, if, if you're brand new at this and have never done this before, really honestly assess, uh, what it is you're trying to get out of this? And more importantly, am I finding like a connection with this person yep. or am I feeling like I'm trying to, I'm somebody's trying to sell me something. Mm -hmm. Right. I called them so they shouldn't have to work so hard at selling me anything. Right. That's, that's what approach I, you know, I like to take is like, Hey, you called me. I'm just doing the due diligence. I am here to give you all the information you may need and want in order to make the right decision for you. He's a horse leader. Of course. I Mm -hmm. want you to hire me. I think, but we're going to, I'm not going to tell you that. I want you to hire me. I think, but I don't want to say I want you to be my client right now because I don't know if I want you as a client right now. Mm-hmm. There's there's the wants and the needs piece on my end too. And so as a consumer, you need to understand your coach should be weighing that. And so there is an equal value exchange when you walk into this relationship. Yeah. And those those that are equally balanced tend to be long-term, long-lasting, very successful and rewarding relationships. And ultimately, that's what you're doing. You're not... Look, if you just want a drill sergeant, there's a million of them out there. You Mm -hmm. want somebody to be yelling and spitting at you, you know, while you're out there on the fitness floor, hey, go join a group class. You know, you you don't want a coach. You want a drill instructor. You want a cheerleader. If you want somebody that's just going to you know cheer you on through your workout and play with the, the be the DJ and play with the music and the mm-hmm. lighting or whatever where you're working on, you're not looking for a coach yeah. right you're looking for a cheerleader
2: i don't count you count
0: right you, yeah <laughs> that kind of thing you, you do. go go do that but if you really want a coach you should be you should uh, want or desire some type of a connection with that coach Absolutely. not an inappropriate one right it's yeah. a it's a professional relationship but the point of that is is don't go looking through the bios or see a picture, you know, when somebody looks like they're in shape and like the old days and go, I want that one yeah. or see the Instagram post and go, that makes, you know, that's got the right energy for me. I'm joining that group. Like there's vet these people, yeah. vet these people. It'll help us as coaches be better. It'll help that coach be better down, down the, down the, in the, in the long run or maybe not for that matter, but I'll certainly, Also, give a better name to the industry. I was just
1: going to say that. That's why we're sharing.
2: That's the big thing for me, man. Like, I I put a lot of love and uh, focus and intent in what I do. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of people not doing that, but they're making a lot of money doing it. Mm -hmm. It's hard to watch. And it, 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 I mean, they're doing what they're doing. It, It upsets me though that those people could be getting so much better care and getting taken care of and really individualized where, um, yeah, they're currently they're, not yeah exactly and yeah. it just and over time these people get injuries or whatever and it just gives the industry a bad name like oh this that's why it don't
1: gives a the real trainer. professionals in the industry a bad yeah. name yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's why yeah. personal
0: trainer you don't use that anymore mm-hmm. coach yeah so when you're interviewing your coaches just buyer beware thank you for tuning in to this episode of Iron Sights if you enjoyed our conversation you can support our mission by hitting the subscribe button leaving a review and sharing the podcast with a friend